When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like what you hear? High-quality radio and podcasts are just part of what we do at Hale Varsity. I'm Brandon Vogel, Managing Editor. I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. Welcome to Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hail Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back into it at Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. We welcome in Husker Hall of Famer, great athletic director at Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez with this is Nebraska and Wisconsin set to tangle. Coach, did you like playing in snow? Not really. <laughs> I like warm weather. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I remember as a player, you know, when it was cold or snowing, you really, you know, once you get going, you don't you don't pay much attention to it. Your adrenaline starts, and and it's just like any other game. Well, going to be a bit cold and breezy. I don't know that there's any snow in the forecast Saturday, but it's a Big Ten November football. An interesting point for both of these programs, Coach. Of course, Coach Leonard, uh, the interim right now, and Mickey Joseph, the interim at Nebraska. As you look at both of these schools right now, what are your observations here uh, with with the both uh, both programs, both programs you love? Yeah, um, you know the thing that strikes me is I feel like both of the interim coaches have done a nice job that they've held their teams together. Uh, they have have their teams playing hard and and competing. And so you know that's what you always look at. And I think both both of those guys are put in a tough situation but have held the teams and the staffs together. You've had to, to jump into the mix as, as an interim. Uh, you took over for a Rose Bowl squad, uh, but clearly you had a lot of had coaching experience, right? I mean, uh, so I'm, I'm interested, why Why do you think, as from, with your athletic director hat on, why is it so hard for, him, for an interim guy to maybe win that job versus an outside hire? Um. That's, that's hard to say. I've seen interims that have been elevated. Um, you know, every situation's a little bit different. Uh, there's a change for certain issues. And, uh, you know, that athletic director that makes those decisions then in turn has to make sure that the next step he makes, those things would be rectified. Coach Barry Alvarez with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Barry, did, did 
Jim Leonard reach out to you during this process and ask your advice? I mean, with all your years being a head coach and your experience as an interim, did he reach out to you and ask for advice as he steps into this interim role and really auditions for a full-time role at Wisconsin? You know what? I, I called, I talked to Jimmy right after it happened and uh, told him that uh, we, we had a good conversation. I gave him some, some ideas and told him that, that I'm, you know, I'm always available, but we did have a very good talk. What was the advice you maybe shared with him? Well, <laughs> one of the things is, you know, take the team over. It's yours now. You take it over. You still continue to run the defense as, as you've had, but uh, you, you man, you, you got guys running the offense. You can't go over and you all of a sudden take over the offense and the defense. But but in his case, uh, you can still manage the game, uh, manage the game, and 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 have your coaches do what you want, and in game planning, know what uh, you have to do to win a game, and and give give the offensive coaches directions. And, uh, but, but as the game goes, you manage it. And, you know, I, I told him he knew how to win. He's a football coach and he's a foot was a great player. He understands the game. Uh, just, you know, trust yourself. Last time we talked, uh, I think this was media days coach. And, uh, I asked you about Jim Leonard and, and you, uh, he's a guy you really enjoyed as a player, but you were, Pretty emphatic with he's ready to be a coach um, anytime. This was unforeseen with with uh, Coach Chris moving on and and Jim getting elevated. That said, uh, the defense hasn't missed a beat. Touch on some of the offensive struggles. It feels like Nebraska and Wisconsin right now are just having trouble scoring points. Yeah, um, we've been in, yeah we've been inconsistent offensively. Um, you know, we've had a number of injuries in the line. So, and I think as I read Nebraska, I think they've had some of the similar issues. We, every week, you know, we went a number of weeks in a row without the same offensive line, you know, and some of my better teams, those guys started and played, you know, some of them played 30 some games, you know, straight, mm-hmm. you know, had continuity. And uh, I, th- I think that's one of the issues. And, um, you know, and then we made mistakes. We made mistakes in, in in special teams that have killed us. You know, that happened last week. Special teams has been a, a bugaboo of ours for the last several years. Barry Alvarez, few minutes with us here. Hail Bar City Radio, Nebraska and Wisconsin Memorial Stadium kickoff 11 Saturday on ESPN. Coach, what do you think of the Nebraska job? Uh, a place you love and, and you played so well at. And uh, the outside uh, hires certainly possible with Trev. Mickey's, and I agree with you, has done a great job of holding things together. But uh, it just it just seems like Nebraska can't kind of stick with where they're they're going to go in that upward trajectory. It's been a constant cycle. You know what I think, and I, I tell people this. I feel I, I, I hear some of the national pundits and 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 national media talking about Nebraska and, and why you can't win here, and it's not the same. And I, I don't buy that. I think Nebraska is one of the great jobs. I think your faci- the facilities there are, are some of the better facilities that compared to anyone in the country. And they, I know you you have the new football facility coming there. So <clears throat> they won't take a backseat to anyone as far as facilities. You certainly – everyone knows 
about the support they have from from their fans and, and the state and alums. Um, so to me, it's a wonderful job. They've always been able to go nation, nationwide to recruit. Um, there are some good players in Nebraska. You, you know, you get a handful of them, but you, you know, there's a way to get it done. And there's a, there's a blueprint for success there. And I stole a lot of those ideas when I came to Wisconsin because there's one division one school in the state. And, you know, we were able to do the same things they did as far as, a walk-on program and being a developmental type team. You know, you can go out and recruit some great players, but uh, Nebraska, I think over the years, you know, had a, had a handful of great players, but there were a lot of guys that developed uh, as they were on campus. And that's the same thing here, but I think it's a, it's a great job and a trem- tremendous opportunity for someone. Barry Alvarez with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Barry, you mentioned the blueprint for this rebuild, and that's something we've talked about over the past couple weeks here on this show. And after this past weekend, a lot of Husker fans think, well, Michigan is a great blueprint for Nebraska's rebuild. They're strong on the lines of scrimmage. They run the ball with success, and they just really play Big Ten football. If you were either athletic director at Nebraska or coach at Nebraska, who would you model your Nebraska rebuild after? <laughs> I, have, I have a plan. You know, so I'd modeled after my plan. <laughs> Do you want a job? <laughs> I'm too gimpy. I can't. I can't coach. <laughs> well, thought, thought we'd ask on behalf. Uh, <laughs> Mary Alvarez with us, Coach. Uh, let's talk about that development, and and you've touched on the walk-on program, where you find guys that that turn into starters. But what's, and I know it's kind of, it just depends on the player, but overall, what's, what's a fair timeline to, to be able to develop a line of scrimmage offensively and defensively? It used to be not a problem for Nebraska. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. The, the, the thing that I always look at, whether I'm evaluating a coach or if I was a head coach evaluating assistants, and position coaches, I always want to see improvement. I, I want to see, I want to know that, that a coach has his players, whether they follow him, uh, you know, when you have adversity, do, do they stick with him or do they fragment and, and the team fall apart? Um, I want to know, you know, and I'm, I know Trev, Trev has this in mind. You've you got to know the plan that someone has, uh, and it has to be a sound plan, and it has to be a plan that fits Nebraska and one that fits our place. You know, what kind of kids can you recruit uh, in these places? You know, who do you have access to? And and how do you develop your offense and defense accordingly and then be able to compete in our league? And, and I can remember when Penn State came in the league, we played them. We had a heck of a game with them. And I had, you know, one of my typical lines, all five of them went on and played in the NFL, you know, and we were, we were running the ball probably 80% of the time. It was a physical game. I was a, I think they were a top 10 team. They beat us, oh, 34, 30, 34, 31, something like that. It was a tough game. But Joe Paterno called me the next week and he, he told me that they were going to change how they recruited after our game. That they couldn't practice until probably Thursday. They were so beat up. Mm. And, and particularly on the defensive line. And, you know, that's, that's the type of team that I built. Because I came into the league when you had to beat Michigan and Ohio State. It's that way now. So how do you beat them? The only way I could beat them with the type of players I could recruit is go get big linemen and be 
more physical or at least as physical as, as they are. Be able to run the ball so you can shorten the game if you have to, play action and that type of thing. I think, you know, for our situation, that's the type of that's the type of plan that you have to have. Just very similar to what Brett's doing at Illinois. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 the same thing we we did here and Nebraska, you know, back when when Tom was, you know, built, you know, Devaney and Tom, Tom Devaney's was more power, power football. Tom uh, incorporated the option more. Uh, but uh, you're going to win this league. You better be physical. You better be able to run the ball. And you better be able to play good defense. Very quickly here before we get you out, I want to talk about your time ex- uh, recruiting high school offensive linemen. Were there any qualities that you looked for that you thought translated well and were good indicators that, you know what, this guy's going to be a good Big Ten offensive lineman? Well, <clears throat> you need guys that like football to start with. That was the first thing I told my guys the first time we went out recruiting my first staff. Find guys that like football, find guys that are physical, um, and find guys that are tough. Um, and, you know, for offensive linemen, you need guys that can bend. You need guys that, that have some a punch, um, you know, that can get their hips through. And, and you can see all those things in a summer camp. You know, we get some really big kids here. And, well, if I saw that they can bend and, and they, they, they had a snap in their hips and they could move their feet a little bit, um, then we're going to recruit them. They may not have been highly recruited. And then there, there's just, the, you know, there's a way to take a look at potential growth. You know, look at parents, look at, uh, look at the wrist size, look at, you know, look at the, uh, from the knee to the, to the ankle, how, how long their shin is, uh, do, do they, you know, do they have in, in our situation, what Nebraska's too, you have a lot of Scandinavian people, you know, that are the blonde hair, blue eyes, as Lou used to say, blonde hair, blue ears, in this part. <laughs> but, um, you know, they're late bloomers, you know, they, they mature later and you get them on a good weight program. And that's what I remember about Nebraska. And that's what we did here. You bring a guy in, it's, six five and you know big boned and and put him on a good strength program and a good um, nutrition program and four years later you know he's a 310 315 pounder that can move around strong and they can hold up and you can get a bunch of them coach uh, a thought with uh, the portal nil and the topic of tampering is there any way to stamp out or at least be more proactive to keep tampering from happening. Yeah. You know what? I I think, I think a lot of that is going to, I read an article today that, you know, kind of indicated they felt a lot of people feel like NIL is going to level off. You know, the people are throwing money around and and sometimes they don't get their value out of that money they're throwing around because you know how it is. You get a five-star that plays like a one-star. You know, just because they have a lot of stars doesn't mean they're going to be a great player. Uh, I, I think that that could level out. But there are rules involved as, as far as uh, using NIL for recruitment. The NC2A or whoever, mm-hmm. we need to have somebody in place that that observes those rules and, and enforces those rules. They're, they are in place. No one enforces them and, and enforces tampering. If someone's tampering with someone's current athlete, they need to be punished. Uh, I, I think the transfer portal, I think that'll take care of itself. I think you have to adapt. Uh, quite frankly, I, you know, when I told my coaches, 
you recruited the players. You you know the family. You know how they're treated. Were they pampered? Were there kids that want to work? And then it's it's up to the coach to build a relationship that that player wants to play for him. And if if he wants to leave, that's on the coach. But you know, like I, I told our guys, we have a great place here. We we should be able. To, you know, they should want to stay here. I used to have to run. You know, you couldn't run them out with a cattle prod. <laughs> <laughs> You want to keep those guys, and you should be able to, you know, if you have holes, now you have access to go find them, and you have a lot of people who want to go to school and play here. A few more minutes. Barry Alvarez, a longtime head coach and AD at Wisconsin with us here on Ale Varsity Radio. A few more minutes with Coach Alvarez. Get his take coming up here on Lance Leopold. We'll also have more from Mickey Joseph on some of those topics Coach is hitting on here. Depth being very, very key for Nebraska, and you're seeing uh, not much depth. And uh, how do you develop some of that depth? And the rebuild question that Mickey had to wrestle with today, but a really good showing by Mickey at his, po- at his presser with uh, just his understanding. Uh, really impressive uh, with just the recruiting aspect. And more from Coach Alvarez. Get his take on uh, the world of college football, Big Ten expansion, uh, his former pupil, Lance Leipold. Hail Varsity continues more with Barry Alvarez. We're presented by Currency. And now. And now, back to Hail Varsity Radio. A few minutes. Hail Varsity Radio continues. Barry Alvarez joining us. Coach, a thought on, on Lance Leipold, what he's done down at Kansas. And I know he's a, a guy that's a Wisconsinite, but but did uh, some work with you, obviously. Yeah, I know Lance well. He worked with us, worked over there with Frank. It was UNO. Um, he's got a couple of my guys on his staff. I think he's done a tremendous job there. You know, Kansas hadn't, hadn't won a whole lot since back in the 60s, I think. No, they had the one good year with Mangino. Mm-hmm. Um but other than that, they haven't been very good. He goes in, the ter- program was terrible. And within a couple years, you know, they're competing for ch- a championship. They're they're really creative on offense, um, very sound on defense. I, I really am impressed with the job that he's done. Is Kansas, in your opinion, a spot that a guy could stay for a while? I mean, there's so much money for coaches now uh, with, with contracts. And I know the Big 12 is a little different than the Big 10. But is, is KU a place that a guy could, could be really happy at for a long time? Yeah, and basketball. That's where I was going. <laughs> Football school versus basketball school. <laughs> well, you answered that one. <laughs> Barry Alvarez, last thought, and I promise we'll let you get back to it. Uh, Big Ten expansion, U- USC and UCLA coming in. What do you think the direction may be? Is it pods? Is it just no divisions? What What's most advantageous for the league? I think the most advantageous thing is is uh, no divisions. It gives you flexibility um, <clears throat> within the league. You know, I know the guys that are in the East aren't crazy about playing Ohio State, Michigan every year. Mm-hmm. And then the crossovers can be unfair also. And so I, I think uh, – uh, you could have some parity. You have flexibility to get parity uh, with with no divisions. Fair to shoot for three teams a year in the playoff if you're the Big Ten. Well, if, if you go to, when you go to twelve, yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah that, I, that, that's what I was thinking. I, just, I think I think we have two teams capable this year, and I think uh, you know we have at least one more school in Penn State that that's capable of being a New Year's should be a New Year's six uh, school, mm-hmm. New Year's six get being a New Year's six game. Um, that'd be good representation. And, you know, at Illinois let, let one get away last week. They had a, they had things set up to, to be a new year's six team too. Barry Alvarez with us coach best to you. Uh, always appreciate the time. Always, always fun visiting with you guys. Have a great day.